0: Here at God's Big Story, we know that your kids love reading and learning about Jesus. Well, today we've got something great for kids of all ages from our friends at Kaleidoscope.
1: Parents, maybe you've wondered, how does my child transition from storybook Bibles to full-length adult translations? You know, it's sort of that tricky second to fifth grade territory where they're not babies anymore, but they're also not quite ready for an adult translation.
0: That's where Kaleidoscope comes in. They take each book of the Bible and faithfully retell it in engaging, kid-friendly chapter books. From Genesis all the way to Revelation. And now they have really big news, like really big news. They are recording each of their books as audiobooks for Yodo players.
1: So go ahead and hop on their website at readkaleidoscope.com to check them out and maybe order a book or a Yodo card with 10% off using the code BIGSTORY.
0: Kaleidoscope, the new kid in kids' Bibles.
1: You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week, we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt.
0: Hey, everybody.
1: Today, we're going to talk about how God wants to talk with us using a story from, you guessed it, the Bible.
0: That's right, Julie. And you know what that reminds me of? What's that? Our special challenge, reading God's Word, the Bible, and talking with Him. We're two weeks in.
1: Kids, how are you doing? I bet you're doing so great, but if not, that's okay too. And if you're just joining us in this season, we have a special Bible reading challenge for our listeners that you can find in our show notes. But if you did tune in last week, you know that we saw that God is good and that he took care of Naomi and Ruth. God saw their needs and he provided for them.
0: He sure did. And it made me think about all the ways that God has taken care of me. Like that time my family took a long road trip to Colorado and we almost got stuck and stranded in the snow. I'm so thankful that God took care of us and got us home safely.
1: Funny you should mention that, Matt, because in today's story, we read about a woman named Hannah and her trip to a special place called the Temple.
0: Temple? Wow, that sounds fancy. Like a place you'd want to take or at least clean off your boots before you walked in.
1: (laughs) You know... Maybe we should ask someone to help us understand more about the temple and why it was that people visited it in the Bible. Who could that
0: be? Oh, I know our friend Nathan, the historian. Yes.
1: I bet he could tell us all about the temple. That is a great idea, Matt. Maybe he's between teaching classes right now at the university and we could grab a few minutes of his time. It's
0: worth a shot. Let's go to school. We made it! School days, school days. Wow, this place is amazing. So many people learning so many things. Hey, there he is, our good friend Nathan. Hey, it's nice to see you, Julia Matt. Nathan, you're just who we were looking for. Would you happen to have a few minutes to chat with us today?
2: Of course. I'm actually on my lunch break. And after all, we sure do have a great history together, don't we? <laughs> I see what you did there.
0: So Nathan, In our story today, a woman named Hannah goes to the temple with her husband where they offer sacrifices and pray to God. Is that kind of like going to church on Sundays? Ah, yes.
2: You must be reading about the birth of Samuel from the book of 1 Samuel. (laughs) What a great story.
1: (laughs) Wow, we sure are. How did you know that, Nathan?
2: Well, let's just say I know my history. But to your question, Matt, the temple Hannah and her husband visit is a place people went to worship God like a church building but that's about as far as the similarities go. A temple in our story today wouldn't look anything at all like the church building your family visits on Sunday, or, well, maybe used to visit.
0: Yeah, so true, Nathan. My family has been worshiping from home every Sunday for nearly a year because of the virus. It's not quite the same as going in person and seeing all my friends, but I'm so glad that we can still hear the sermon,
2: listen to the lesson, and sing along to the worship songs as a family. You know, Matt, you actually bring up a great point there. Because of what Jesus did, living a perfect life, dying on the cross and rising from the dead three days later, those who love and trust Jesus can worship God anywhere. Our worship isn't limited to a particular time or a particular place. That's why during something like the pandemic, we can worship from home if we need to be extra careful but there is something special and sweet about gathering with lots of God's people in a church building that I can't wait to return to.
1: Mm, Me too. My family goes every now and then and it makes me miss going every Sunday morning so much. My favorite time to go this past year was at Christmas Eve. I love that service because we all get to be in big church together and sing my favorite Christmas carols and light candles to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus.
2: That is a special service, Julie. And you know what? It kind of reminds me of this special visit Hannah and her husband would make year after year to the temple. You see, the temple just wasn't down the street or close to Hannah's home like your church building. It was in another city, and the trip probably took an entire day. So she and her family would only visit to worship there on special occasions or holidays, like your family did for Christmas Eve. Whoa, a whole day to get to church? Man, why didn't they just build another one closer to where they live? Another great question, Matt. Hannah's people, the Israelites, had special instructions from God about how and where they could worship God. That's where the temple comes into play. You see, after Moses led God's people out of enslavement in Egypt, he gave them the law, which included instructions on where and how to worship him. Part of those instructions included a special building plan, and that building was called the tabernacle.
1: Oh, I do remember that. The tabernacle was a fancy tent that God's people would set up and tear down. During their time wandering the wilderness and into the promised land.
2: Exactly, Julie. And the tabernacle is how God dwelled or lived with his people back then. It had special people called priests who cared for special items like the Ark of the Covenant. And it was where you would go to be with or to meet with God. In fact, some places in the Bible, it is called the Tent of Meeting.
0: So cool. I have a tent but it's only big enough for like two people. The tabernacle must have been a lot bigger.
2: Yeah, I imagine it was, Matt.
1: So if the tabernacle is the place where God's people went to worship, why does it say that Hannah went to the temple?
2: Ah, it's very observant, Julie. And you're exactly right. In our story, Hannah does go to the temple. The reason it says temple is because by the time Hannah is alive, the tabernacle had been the same spot for a pretty long time, a place called Shiloh. And unlike the time of Moses, the priest and God's people have had the chance to make it a little more permanent. You know, time to spruce it up a bit. So by this time, people are calling it the temple, which sounds more like a building than tabernacle. And do you remember what that means? Tint. Tent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sounds like we don't need to camp out on this topic any longer. <laughs> you too, God. Gotta-
1: <laughs> You're right, Nathan. Hey, thank you so much for sharing your lunch break with us and sharing what you know.
2: Yeah, of course. I'm always up for... Intense conversation. (laughs) I hope this helped you learn even more as you hear today's story from the Bible.
1: Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word, it is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's take a moment, pray, and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you've done. Amen.
0: Last week, we learned that God is good, and that he took care of Naomi and Ruth. God saw their need and provided for them. Today, we're going to learn about a woman named Hannah. On the count of three, say, Hannah. One, two, three. Hannah. Hannah
1: Hannah was a married woman who didn't have any children. She wanted children and was very sad that God had not yet given her a child. Can you show me your sad face? Good job. Think about a time when you asked for something, but you didn't get it. Maybe you asked your parents for a new toy, or you prayed to God and asked for something. Did it feel easy when you didn't get the thing you asked for? or did it feel hard and sad?
0: Hannah was sad, sad that she didn't have a child. Every year, her family would go to the temple. The temple was where all the people came together to worship God, kinda like we do in the church building. Hannah's family would go to the temple to tell and show God that they loved him most. And Hannah knew that God wanted to talk with us.
1: One year, when her family went to the temple, Hannah went inside to talk to God. Hannah prayed and asked God to give her a son. She promised that the child would be a helper in the temple. The Bible says Hannah was praying so hard and so passionately that when Eli the priest saw her, he didn't understand that she was praying.
0: Let's get an even closer look at Hannah's prayer by reading from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the Old Testament the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 1, verse 15b. I'll give you a moment to find it. 1 Samuel, chapter 1, verse 15b. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. If you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? 1 Samuel, chapter 1, verse 15b says... I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord.
1: Hannah was praying and she was telling all of her hurt and sadness to God because she knew that God wants to talk with us. She was doing exactly what God wants his people to do. Once the priest Eli understood, he blessed Hannah and told her that God had heard her prayer. God always hears us when we pray. God did hear Hannah's prayer for a son and he said yes. God gave Hannah the child she had prayed for. Hannah named her son
0: Samuel. On the count of three, say Samuel. One, two, three. Samuel! Samuel. Hannah raised Samuel while he was very young. And then she took him to the temple to learn from the priest and to serve God. And guess what? Samuel grew up to be a priest and a prophet for Israel. A prophet is someone who speaks for God.
1: So cool! And just like Hannah, we can talk to God through prayer. And God talks to us through the Bible and through the Holy Spirit. When we pray, we can tell God how good He is. We can thank Him for the things and people we love. We can tell Him that our hearts are sick with sin. And we can ask for things just like Hannah did.
0: On the count of three, we're going to whisper, God wants to talk with us. One, two, three. God God wants wants to to talk with with us. us. Now on the count of three, we're going to say, God wants to talk with us with praying hands. One, two, three. God God wants wants to talk talk with us. us. Finally, everyone stand up. On the count of three, we're going to yell, God wants to talk with us. One, two, three. God God wants to talk with us. us.
1: heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five, five second, fly-through second Fly-Through Review.
2: <laughs> our friend Nathan is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Nathan. All right. I'm going to ask you six questions, and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right.
1: Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here, Here we go.
2: go. Okay. Question one. Why was Hannah sad? She She wanted wanted a child child. Question two Where did her family go to worship God? The The temple temple. Question three Who saw Hannah praying at the temple? Eli, the priest Question four What was Hannah asking God to do? Give her her a a child child. Question five Did God answer Hannah's prayer and how? Yes He He gave gave her her a a child child. Alright last question Question number six What did Hannah name her son?
1: Samuel. Samuel
0: How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good? true, or beautiful that you already knew. We hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, spend time praying every day like Hannah. Tell God whatever is on your heart. And remember, God wants to talk with us.
1: And as we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us of how the story of Samuel is one of many stories that fits into one big story, God's story. These 40 events from the Bible tell us God's big story, the story of Scripture. So let's sing them out together. Ready, set, here we go. Creation, fall, promise, flood, tower of Babel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, slaves in Egypt. Moses, Red Sea, Wilderness, Jordan, River, Joshua, Conquest of the Promised Land, Judges, Samuel, the Prophet, King Saul, King David, King Solomon, Kingdom split, prophets speak, Israel conquered by Syria, Judah conquered by Babylon, exiles returned, temple rebuilt, 400 years of silence.
0: Jesus is born, lives a perfect life. Disciples follow Jesus, dies on the cross, buried in a tomb. Jesus is resurrected, ascends to heaven. Holy Spirit comes, the gospel shared to all you. The church waits, Jesus returns, the kingdom of God forever.
1: Thanks for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God.
0: If you'd like to read more about Samuel, you can turn to 1 Samuel chapter 3 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net.
1: And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again soon. Bye.
0: Just a reminder that our friends over at Kaleidoscope are offering our listeners 10% off with the code BIGSTORY. That's all caps, BIGSTORY.
1: That's right. And we put a link right in the show notes just for you. So head on over to ReadKaleidoscope.com and don't forget to use the discount code BIGSTORY.